Gratitude is the best medicine. It heals your mind, your body, and your spirit. And it attracts more things to be grateful for. You're welcome to Attaining Peak Performance with Michael Ogunchola, the Peak Performance Coach. If it's your first time of coming on this platform, I want to say a very big thank you. And if you're already used to coming on this program, thanks for always connecting with me. Attaining Peak Performance is not your regular talk program. It's a revolutionary program like I always say. The goal of this series of content I release is to help us attain peak performance. And attaining peak performance cannot be achieved without understanding the principles of life, the principles of effectiveness, and the principle of productivity. Talking about principles, I'll be sharing the power of gratitude. It is said that gratitude is not just the greatest virtue. It is the parent of all virtue. How grateful are you? Let's do a gratitude check. You know how grateful you are from your focus. Some people say that glass is half full. Others say the glass is half empty. When you look at that concept alone, you can understand the mindset of the individual. The one is talking about fullness, one is talking about emptiness. Gratitude is an attitude. It is the best of attitudes. When we look at the concept of gratitude, for me, one of my greatest features of gratitude is the person of Jesus Christ. When you read through scriptures, you see Jesus Christ inspire us on how to be grateful, on how to live a life of abundance. When you look through his miracle, you will see before he says or do anything, the first words that come out of his mouth is, Father, I thank you. I'm reminded of when he was confronted with the death of his friend, Lazarus. As he approached the, where, he, where, where Lazarus was kept, he said, put people away. Do you know why he puts people away? Because many of them were wailing and mourning and weeping. And there was too much negativity in the air. But when Jesus got to where Lazarus was laid, he said, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. And the next set of words that came out are quite very powerful. He said, Lazarus and forth. Talk about gratitude. Again, when he was confronted with feeding thousands of people, he had just five loaves and two fishes. He did not say that this thing will not be enough. Rather, he said, Father, thank you. And as he gave thanks, there was a multiplication of those loaves and fishes. What is the moral of the story? The moral of the story is when you are going through challenges in life, when you're going through difficult experience in life, you need to be grateful. You need to express gratitude. Quite all right, it is difficult because life sometimes it's like it strangulates us. It's like it can be frustrating because day to day comes with different challenges. But I tell you the truth and I line up. The beauty of life is even the challenges in itself because that is what makes it adventurous. Why will you want to live a life that doesn't have challenges? I learned a very powerful lesson from one of my great teachers. You know, he has passed now, Stephen R. Covey, the author of 
Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and the great and powerful groundbreaking book that he wrote before he passed, The Eighth Habit. Stephen R. Covey taught me a very great lesson. And what is that lesson? It's called The Crucibles of Leadership. How that great leaders, great individuals, successful people always have crucibles in their life. Mention anyone and I will tell you he has been through hell. But he didn't stay there. In fact, it's called going through hell. That's why it is called going through hell. You are going through it. Don't stay there because you're not supposed to live in hell. You're supposed to go through hell and get to heaven. You know, he said crucibles in leadership that great people will go through life-threatening experiences. But the goal of those experiences is to make them not to break them. So quickly, how do you stay grateful? How do you stay grateful? Number one, you must realize that today is a gift. Absolutely. What you make of today is your gift back to the giver. Number two, you must say to yourself, I am not where I want to be. But listen, you are not where you used to be either. Because gratitude is an attitude. And number three, wake up each day being thankful. Saying to yourself, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I'll be glad in it. Did you hear that? That you have a choice to rejoice. You have a, cho a choice to choose. Otherwise, you will be ungrateful. Grateful people have more to be grateful for. And ungrateful people will always have less. Because the idea of ingratitude is about your ego, is about your focus. When you shift your focus, listen, the things to be grateful for are much. Talk about peace of mind. Talk about sound health. Talk about sound mind. Talk about faith. Talk about love. Talk about peace. Talk about joy. These are great virtues. And you don't need money to experience all of these virtues I've counted. Talk about wisdom. Talk about ideas. Talk about vision. Talk about living a life of purpose. When you look at the likes of Mother Teresa, you will know that this woman is an embodiment of gratitude. One of her speeches, she said, don't call me for anti-war rally. Call me for peace campaign. Because when you mention negative words, it creates a ripple effect. You have more negativity. But when you mention positive words, your mind is like a magnet. It attracts more. It, this is the idea. You see, where focus goes, energy flows. I know your focus by the way you speak. I know your focus by the way you carry yourself. So this week, say to the people you come across, I have an attitude of gratitude. This week, say to yourself, when you wake up, the first thing you should say is, Thank you. When you say thank you, that might even be the best prayer you might pray for the day. Because the idea of prayer is a lot, there is a lot of controversy, there is a lot of questioning around that subject. But when you simplify it, you will celebrate it. Talk about praying daily. In, under your breath, go through your day saying thank you. I am grateful to be alive. Somebody will say, why should I be grateful? Do you know that even if you have lost a loved one, you have an opportunity to celebrate his life. Recount the good life he lived. 
and you will be grateful. When you, are, you have been told that there is a terminal ailment that you have been diagnosed with, you have an opportunity to make an impact with the less, little life you have left. Part of what that means is, don't focus on what you do not have. Focus on what you have. Don't focus on tomorrow. Focus on today. Great scripture. He said, let tomorrow worry for itself. Am I saying you shouldn't plan or execute? Absolutely not. There is a place of planning. There is a place of execution. But the greatest way to live your life is to carry yourself with the attitude of gratitude. Winfrey taught us that we should be thankful for what we have. Because when we are thankful for what we have, it will help us to have more to be thankful for. And if you concentrate on what you do not have, you will definitely never have enough. I remember Michael Ogunchola, the peak performance coach, saying peak performance, it is.